growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. And take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. And take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sink Welcome back. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. Yes, yeah, just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. right here on the Longhorn Sports Network here. The Horn. Uh, plus, we have an I, I, iTunes podcast that replays or, or gets uploaded from uh, this show. Just got to go to the search Mon- bar and type in The Outdoor Zone. Right. That's on not too iTunes. Hard. Yep. Uh, on Spotify. Now on Spotify. Now on Spotify and the other one that we have. So that's good. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. <laughs> I got You're making those hand gestures. I didn't know I what you I was trying to count that. them. One, two, three. Old uh, giant the outdoor cloud. Zone. So you, whatever your specific podcast listening uh, choice is, if you miss it live from the bunkhouse right yep. here, that you can... Uh, man, we've got it on uh, cassette tape, and There's, we just push play every Monday on that uh, podcast podcast reader that's right that eight eight track yeah, right you yeah just upload it upload it via eight track to the itunes and uh spotify and soundcloud so thanks for hanging out with us uh sun auto service family owned and operated repair and maintenance company since 1978 they've worked hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new they offer a full range of repairs for all types of vehicles they are the alternative to the dealership because they get the job you need done the first, done right the first time. It's where I take, I, I, you know, I have a bunch of work trucks. I take them all in there to get them serviced, to get any repairs needed done. Uh, I take them there for inspections. ASE certified technicians repair and maintain your vehicles. The one I use, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown. And the newest location, 1206 Ranch Road, 620, sunautoservice.com. Ladies and gentlemen, be careful out there if you are making your way to church or uh, out and about to uh, with the, the family in the car. Taco shack. Yeah, the taco shack. We've Maybe got you got to stay home and make your own tacos. Yeah, yeah this storm's going to push through, but uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. A lot of the big red stuff is heading down towards the coast. Uh, yeah. A lot of fresh water down on the coast. Salt Dog, he uh, 
a lot of fresh water going to be moving in the coast with that storm. So, and Salt Dog is right. His dog is probably freaking out. My dog was up several times last night. I wanted, I literally picked him up and carried him and set him down on his pillow. And he laid down for about three minutes. I went back to bed and heard him again walking around. So I know you don't like to talk about this, but my dog uh, slept so soundly, he even was snoring. Yeah, my dog snores too, and that's why he can't sleep in the room with me. (laughs) But what I'm saying is, ever since he's just a pup, a wee one, we got him when he was like four weeks old. Yes. And trained him, gun trained him. Oh, man. Loud noises. Such a good dog. And... Don't be quiet for a minute. <laughs> I know that sarcastic little speech that you have, but yeah, I took him out in the rainstorm. I mean, I, this was very purposeful because I was not going to have a dog. And I t- heard about if you train them from yeah. the very beginning to be a gun dog, to be not afraid of the out, you know, the the lightning and thunder, yeah. you can do it. Because they don't, they don't sense that. So I used to go when he was just a pup. We'd go on walks when it was like this. Yeah, I would put on the frog togs and the rain gear, and we would go out and walk in it, and go play and throw a bone and throw a ball. And he got so used to it, he doesn't have any problem whatsoever. And I hear, just as a little tip, if you're willing to put in the time, and uh, an effort, yeah, because it takes a while. But I hear what you do is if he's really scared of thunder and lightning when this happens, you go put him on a leash or whatever and do whatever the most fun thing is he likes to do. If it's throw the ball and bring it back. Yeah, and do it outside in the weather. Do it with him, and that's how and that's how Not you with get, lightning and thunder. No. Probably not. Because that's not safe. We don't want to condone that here no. in the outdoor zone. Okay. I'm, thanks for the disclaimer. Check our lawyers. But the idea is that it reprograms them. In yeah. slowly but surely well, into I, mine, realizing it's a good thing. And they, they, they're either positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement. Mine got negatively reinforced. Eight, uh, my dog's 14. And when he was eight years uh-huh. old, took a small uh, transitional stay at my parents' house. Oh, no. With the little dogs. Oh, that were, I'm so sorry. That were deathly afraid, have to take anxiety pills when it rains. <laughs> style of dog and uh at eight years old then became scared of thunder he took and that on, storms huh? yeah and went oh my gosh we're supposed to be scared when this happens oh my gosh i'm so scared and people take the now other approach yeah now he can't hear and so it, it <laughs> doesn't bother so thunder doesn't bother him it's the lightning now when he sees the flashes, flashes he yeah. goes well i can't hear but apparently that's a big storm and i don't like that and a lot of people take the op uh, the approach of coddle them you know because they're, oh, they're yeah, scared yeah, yeah. and if you do that of course they, that's positive reinforcement that what they're doing is right and they're like "Ooh, i act weird and my human loves me <laughs> <laughs> you know turkey season oh yeah let's talk what happens if you hug a turkey Let's talk about hugging turkeys. What it, What does that mean? That's Positive reinforcement. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> hugging that a turkey. That just got weird. Okay. No, we're going to... Turkey season, dude, it's upon us. It's the greatest spring turkey season is here, dude. It is absolutely an awesome time. If you haven't been turkey hunting, it's something you need to do. We've got some tips for you yep. that we'll go through. Some, some things that maybe you'll go, oh, yeah, or maybe some things are new to here, but... One of them, call like a gobbler to kill a gobbler, right? We're all yeah. hunting for the big beards, 
And uh-huh. a lot of times our natural instincts to call like a hen to attract right. a gobbler in. But this time of year, they are competing against other gobblers. Right. They're, so they're going, call hey, like a gobbler. Somebody knows I'm, yeah, they get their testosterone. I do little, right. you know, finger quotes like, with that. Is that your chick, bro? Because I'm coming to I'm steal coming, her. Yeah. Hey, something's got, something's coming in. Hey, That's just a girlfriend? Uh-huh. My girlfriend's negotiable. <laughs> I'm coming in for the kill. So... Uh, and it's funny because they can see 20 times better than we can, right? They say a turkey thinks a tree is a person when a deer will think a person is a tree. If you're dressed in camo, right? a turkey wow. will walk up to a tree and freak out thinking it's a person. <laughs> <laughs> Where a deer will look at you and go, oh, that's just a tree, and keep yeah. walking. That's kind of the, the, the little thing I've always heard about turkeys. And, and it's everything true. they are, they can sense everything, but it is a hard, it is a hard hunt. To and get that's why you have to do that gobbler deal, you know, and, yeah. and trick them a little, not trick them, but use the power of the persuasion. Probably the biggest fault I see in turkey hunters, uh, maybe not the most avid turkey hunters is cool it when they get close. Oh, yeah. Don't overcall. You're like, man, I got that squawk box going yeah. real good oh, right now. Oh, my gosh, he's, he's coming responding in. responding to it. Here he comes. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, he's getting closer. Bah, 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 louder bah, bah. is better. More bah, bah, is better. Bah, bah, bah. No. Right. No, dude. Like, it is amazing, and Work I've tested it. it, where a bird will be 40 yards out, and you just touch that box like, like that, and that gobbler goes, I mean, he freaks out. You just barely touch it, super quiet. Think, oh, there's no way he can hear that because I can't even see him yet. Don't be Mr. Obvious, Don't, right? <laughs> I mean, do not let him know where, he, you know, let him come hard in to naturally. Get. Play He's hard already, to get, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the way to put it. Yeah. You know, kind of like, hey, well, I know what you mean. If you're, they, they really do. Uh, j- just like they can see you, but if you have a natural outline or, um, yeah. y- you know, you look like you're flowing like tree branches or you, your movements aren't, I got you know, a full leafy, like... leafy suit that I wear. Really? Yeah. Over it's the cool. whole face and the whole, the, the whole, whole thing. Deal, it's not. a whole leafy suit, uh, legs, pants, sh- shirt, a, a gunny suit or whatever. They yeah. Call but those, it's not know? the heavy one. It's just a real light thing with uh-huh. a bunch of little leaf things on it. That's the deal. You know, I took that to a roundup for the KOZ kids once, and uh, they were talking about night hiking and using the star, you know, watching, you know, looking at stars. And so I hid out in <laughs> in the woods. Great. And then the kids came, and yeah, they're like, hey, what's that? Double team a gobbler. When Toms won't commit, a double team is in order. Position a shooter 30 to 50 yards in front of the caller and call as usual. So that way you call them in, that bird stops, or that bird may get hung up at 20 or 30, 40 yards lot, out. And when, it's very common. It's very common. But if you got your shooter up there, so what you're doing, boom, so kaboom. You, you're helping the other guy yeah, you're or just the other girl. Teaming up. Yeah. That's cool. Rule Did, the roost. Many states allow eve, evening hunting, and while it's not exciting as morning hunting, these outings can be just as successful. Listen for gobbling before daylight. When the turkeys leave the area, go in and find their roost trees. 
Uh, so it's a place to hunt when they're moving back to roost in the evenings. Right. So huh. it's not as much calling, not as much of that, but you're you're more so like finding their tracks and trails. Where they're going, where they're, where coming, they're going and traffic, coming, huh? and when they're heading back. Boom, 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 boom. I know some, so don't some place have, uh, I don't know if in Texas, but about roosting. You know, Yeah, you, you can't, can't hunt the roost right. within a certain distance. But there's traffic going in and out, There's right? game trails. I mean, they leave it and come and go, and they're probably pretty consistent with that. Turkey hunting is fascinating. It is. It's a whole nother level. It's a whole nother world. (laughs) So uh, enjoy it, you guys and gals that are out there turkey hunting. Probably not doing a lot of it in Central Texas right now, uh, (laughs) today, meaning. Um, We've got, uh, yeah, we got weather, weather warnings. A little bit of weather in right now. But uh, anyway, we'll talk your Peter report coming up next. You don't want to miss it. Uh, Plus your Armed Citizens report and Beef Steaks Gadget of the Week. All up next, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. Oh, I like this, man. Roll this in. This is roll that Honda Envy footage. (laughs) Hey, if you're like me, you're always eyeing the newest technology and the newest gadgets on the market. But one thing many of us don't always think about is the cutting-edge technology keeping us safe behind the wheel. Maybe that's why... The CRV is the best-selling crossover vehicle over the past decade, and it's been named the 2019 Emmons Buyer's Most Wanted Compact SUV. So if you're listening to this commercial and you're feeling that Honda Envy, come visit uh, Central Texas Honda dealers to test one out for yourself. Every single one of the new vehicles are marked down this month. That includes all of our best sellers, like the Accord, Pilot, Civic, CRV, HRV, and the Fit. There's always something for everyone. So solve your Honda Envy at one of the Central Texas Honda dealers online at centraltexashondadealers.com. All right, uh, now it's time for this week's PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals, too. They taste great. Love that banjo music. So there's lots of parts and pieces to this one. You're going to have to follow me with this. Okay, here we go. I strapped in. Okay, Okay. follow me. There's lots of parts and pieces. I'm going to tie this whole thing together in theory. All right, the vegan pulled pork recipe 
was posted by Melissa Copeland on a recipe blog, The Stingy Vegan, where she explained that Venezuelan vegans have been using the meat alternative to veganize their traditional beef called carne michada. Michada. It turns out that Venezuelan vegans have been keeping a big secret from us, she says. <laughs> right. Basically, what they use are plantain peels. I've heard of that before. Yeah. Shredding them down and making a pulled pork dish out of plantain peels. Oh, I'd mean be willing what? to bet. Okay. First, follow me on this whole thing. Right, follow me on this whole thing. Okay, I'm working. And then I'll let you All comment. Right. I'll be willing to bet that this is more of a cost factor than a meat versus no meat factor for Venezuelans, right? I mean, they're broke. They're starving. <laughs> there are, I mean, it. they're literally starving. They're in mass starvation across the country of Venezuela. The money is crashing. The finances are crashing. There's And, and, mon- and meat is expensive. Yeah. And so they come up with, an alternative, uh, which is using plantain, and I'll, I'll tell you more about how they do it, plantain peels to make a shredded beef alternative uh, style dish. Wonder, and, and she's claiming okay, wonder, that it's a Venezuelan vegan alternative, <laughs> that they're doing it because they want to be more vegan. No, you don't understand. They are starving. There are masses starving in Venezuela. They're not keeping a vegan secret from us. No. They are starving in Venezuela. All right, rest they, of the story. They've been using plantain peels to veganize their cow dish called carne masada for years, and they didn't bother to tell us about it, is what she says. <laughs> Copeland explained that the meat used for the dish is a kind of shredded beef that resembles pulled pork. To veganize it, Venezuelan vegans, she says, boil the plantain pills, then shred them with a fork. Some recipes marinate the pills in soy sauce and spices before frying them up with onions and tomatoes, she explained. The vegan recipe was shared by the animal rights organization People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals on Twitter to inspire vegans and vegan curious people to try the new meat alternative, claiming that using banana pills as a meat substitute is the new trend. Again, again, she's claiming that this is coming from Venezuela as a meat alternative because they are choosing to not eat meat. They're choosing to eat vegan. So they're so sophisticated that they've decided, yes, we're going to change our palate. They're we're going to change our starving diet. starving in Venezuela. There's mass starvation across the country. So here's what they probably do. They put those together and they wrap that money that everybody's seeing in the <laughs> in the gutters, you know, along the street. People are just throwing out the money because it's worthless, right? It's like old Confederate dollars. And they probably wrap that around the plantains and then put them in, you know, and bury them. And I just thought that was kind of funny. But yes, you're right. It's a spin, right? A spin on it. Trying However, the it recipe classic. was mocked. By meat eaters, while some saying the dish looked like tapeworm, they'd rather eat bacon. (laughs) Another comment, if being vegan is so awesome, why are you always trying to make meat substitutes? Pulled pork made out of banana peels? Vegans, you go stupid, just as I figured. (laughs) Uh, In response, PETA's director, Alicia Allen, says... Mean and ignorant trolls visit PETA's affiliate social media accounts to spew hatred about animals, the planet, other humans, health, you name it. Again, they've spun this deal, this vegan quote-unquote recipe 
using banana peels in substitute of pulled pork, claiming that Venezuelan... This is how disgusting they are. They're claiming that they are true Venezuelan vegans that have come up with this recipe, not mass starvation and mass... Uh, you know, right, blaming it on the right a reason, crash exactly. of the economy, and there is no money in Venezuela, and there is no food, and people are starving to death. Yet they have an, a a great source of plantains, right? They grow plantains down in Venezuela very well, and there's a lot of them. And you can only do so many things with a banana plantain or a banana before it gets old. So now they're coming up with new ideas. This is not out of. It's crazy. It's not. They can't afford a cow, or I guarantee, they can't afford a herd of pigs, or I guarantee that they wouldn't be shredding banana peels and trying to eat them. So how usually I can see this happening disgusting. is disgusting. Like, okay, is disgusting. Why are we going to? You know, how did it come up, or how did they make it? Such a when hipster they, deal. It's no. so hip. It's, it's so cool to eat banana plain pant pills it's, it's so cool way around it's so they're healthy like, we've run out of meat and we have no look money how skinny the venezuelans are no it's because they're starving <laughs> exactly and it always comes from when they run out of meat or they don't have the resources what can we do oh you know those banana peels that are over there in the corner in the big pile that right that we normally throw away, throw away? What or we if? used to feed to our pigs but right. now that we've eaten all our pigs and we're out of meat <laughs> What if, what if we just boiled them down until nobody could tell anymore, pull them apart, and... uh, It's disgusting how they turn it, though. It just makes me so mad and upset that they're so disengaged with reality that they don't understand any cultural difference. You know, they're they're carrying their plastic Louis Vuitton purses, (laughs) wearing their plastic clothing... Not really. They're probably wearing leather and no carrying idea. their leather Louis Vuitton and wearing their furs and going, this is so hip. This right. is like how we are like supposed to live on plantain pulled pork sandwiches. This is like so cool. I have a hard time looking at you when you talk like that, by the way. So <laughs> I do it that's pretty good. Don't I? I don't know. We're too good, I think. <laughs> but yeah, you know, they're sitting on all that oil. And there's so many things about Venezuela that could be good, and they just have taken. I mean, it's it's terrible. just corrupt. It's, it's corrupt. Super and corrupt. The, and, but yeah. the but the masses are starving. Right is what it boils down to. I just don't see a whole like the, a whole vegan vegan vegan, <laughs> vegan movement across Venezuela. <laughs> no, it's not Make happening. You just hemp. made that up. You've completely made that up. No, they jeans. are starving. Is why they're eating bananas. And they're making, and they're, you know, the beautiful part is, is that, is that there's probably villages and and groups of people and communities in Venezuela that are doing similar things with the, with what they have, and they're joyful to have it. Yeah, you're they're right. going. Look at what I can do with a plantain peel. It's so good. But and I sure wish we had some it. bacon. And the but, kids yeah. love it, and you know, and they're joyful to have something to eat. And then you get some bleep, bleep, bleep yeah. that comes in there and goes, oh, my gosh, that is so – look how skinny y'all are. Y'all look so good. <laughs> Did, what are you, What is the secret? <laughs> you must be vegan. Yes. 
Let's go to Burger King and let's go through the drive-through and get Ridiculous. a a vegan patty. That's where that's where that's where I see a lot of vegans making a movement, the Burger King movement. Yeah. Let's go to Burger King as a vegan and get our meat substitute burger. Fantastic. Do they cook it on the same grill as I the would, meat? I'd be licking that grill if it was. So, I, know, <laughs> I mean, you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I just, you got to get something in there. They should take one of those purses you're talking about with the leather and just boil it down a little bit. You know, you'll get some of that protein flavor, that leather cow or that's a stretch archery country (laughs) there's a certain point in every hunter's life where they step to the next level and begin to hunt with a bow archery country austin's only true shop for the bow hunter yeah they've got uh, recreational archery as well as the fastest growing recreational sport family friendly for every single age whether you know what you're doing or you don't you can go to archery country and they've got classes they've got a full indoor range private and group lessons crossbows yeah go see our friends austin archery country they've also got the traeger grills something i'm i'm leaning towards right now the pellet style grill uh 8121 research boulevard they're open tuesdays through fridays from 10 30 to 7 on saturdays from 10 to 5 they're closed sunday and mondays but check out their inventory and all the new deals they got at austin archery country dot Coming up next, the Armed Citizens Report. You don't want to miss it. You get it one place right here, live in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. going to spare the rod, because that ain't what my daddy did. And I sure know the difference between wrong and right. You know to me it's all just common sense. A broken rule. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. All right, welcome back. But I got a different kind of hunting on It is mind. the Outdoor Zone, brought to you by McBride's Guns. Leading this segment, Central Texas family-owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right farm, McBride's can help. If you're looking to trade your guns, McBride's is the place. An expert gunsmith on site. One place, McBride's Guns. Looking for your personal carry so you can be an armed citizen carrying safely, concealed, and correctly trained Go to one place, McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, right there at the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532, or online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Now it's time for this week's Armed Citizens Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of seldom reported throughout the liberal media the outdoor zone wants you to know the truth this is the armed citizens report for the week an armed citizen provided timely aid to a store employee who was assaulted by two shoplifters in loomis california a man and a woman walked into a store and apparently attempted to leave with more than 50 dollars worth of goods a store employee confronted the pair 
over the alleged theft and was attacked by the male shoplifter with a knife. As the pair scuffled, the woman picked up the knife and attempted to injure the worker as well. A bystander with a concealed carry permit saw the incident and drew a firearm, ordering the woman to stop, to drop the knife, remain where she was. Officers soon arrived and arrested the pair for multiple criminal violations. Now, the reason we're concealed carry is not to be the police, right? Right. It's to defend yourself in a situation. Right. But, I mean, I... I don't know. I got mixed feelings on situations like this. I guess if somebody's going to be harmed in front of you, yeah. I'm going to stop that situation. Uh, yeah. If they're drawing a knife on somebody else, or do you pull yourself into that situation? It's a decision you have to make as a as somebody that carries. You yeah, know? you have to make that decision ahead of time, don't yeah. you? Yeah, they tell you not to. That's not necessarily why you have your... CHL or your what LTC. Right. right. Not as a vigilante as they say. They don't nobody likes to think that you're gonna go around and try to stop crime. Yeah. because uh, you don't know the whole city. You're just not paid. It's not your thing. You're supposed to uh protect yourself or the people around you. Your family. Correct? Right. Of course if there was an active shooter, what if there was an active yeah. shooter? What I mean That's protecting yourself though. Uh or yeah. Well you could run away. I mean, you can you have run sixteen hundred feet per second? <laughs> That's what well, uh, I had a guy tell mm-hmm. me that earlier this week. He said, "I'm not very fast at running. Can you run sixteen hundred feet per <laughs> second?" Like, so one Whoa. of our bunkhouse buddies, Mister mm-hmm. Burr, you know, yeah, he uh, on the back of his truck window has something that says, "This is this truck is protected by a wireless device," and it showed. You throw a handgun <laughs> with a bullet coming out of it, you know. <laughs> wireless. Wireless, yes. Uh, we're not going to get that back. But, you know, interesting, um, this week I was supposed to, one of my uh, buddies, um, that uh, one of my buddies was going to take me out for barbecue because uh, it was my birthday mm-hmm. last Tuesday, by the way. Right. Thank you very yes, much, happy Cody. belated birthday. Yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, I was um, there on your birthday. I, I, I went know. to your birthday party. You even gave a rousing speech that I, I did couldn't, at your birthday. party. I couldn't tell whether it was good or feel good or feel bad afterwards. No, it was great. It was, a, it it was, was great for to, everybody. Well, the whole idea was we were supposed to roast you. And then it turned into this. Everybody was saying nice things about you. Uh, and I'm like, I'm going to stick with my roast. <laughs> what I'm supposed <laughs> I'm to do. I'm going to stick to the script. Oh, I saw you tear up a little bit. Come on. Anyways, so um, Whoa, he was going to big lightning. He was going to take yeah. Try to change the subject. All right, so he was going to, and he goes, "Man, I forgot about that because I've had quite a big week." He had stayed home um, during the day for some. They were just moving into a place, and um, a neighbor's dog got out. That was like a Doberman German Shepherd cross, yeah. like a German Pinscher or something. You know, kind yeah. of a killer. Yeah. So anyways, Made to his kill. son is about 15 months old, oh, 13 months yeah. old, and was out by the fence. And this thing charged him and his son. And uh, he kicked him off twice. And on the third time, pulled out his concealed cig, pop, pop, put two rounds in this dog. Yeah. And the Hayes County police came, you know, the sheriffs and 
he was exonerated from everything. Yeah. There happened to be a guy there that witnessed it. Of course, it was a big deal yeah. to the oh, people yeah. that they don't even know why he had a handgun. They don't even know why they would do it to their dog. Right. She had to have an ambulance come in and uh and and because she was hyperventilating and i mean i feel bad right I yeah mean, it's you know, a terrible yourself, thing yeah. but when your dog gets out and it's like one of these dogs that prey on things right right and they're coming for your 13 month old yeah well i mean think about your your daughter man yeah what would you do yeah 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 and he the, and the police officer's like absolutely it's all good we're not doing anything yeah were they hurt at all did they have did they get bit and no not at all because he did that yeah i mean it was coming in hot from what i understand i wasn't there right right but right. the story the quick story was and he, and so you got to think about what would you do right i right. mean it's not he's protecting his family right but how far do you take it and he did try to kick that dog off yeah and then it rounded back up and would not stop and took a stance and started charging again so what do you do yeah and some people would say well you just run inside or you do go hide or but then what's that dog going to do to others so i see what you mean on that where do you cross the line right and you got to protect yourself or your family yeah. You know, and, and when do you take a stance against wrongdoing? Right. That was just wrong, right? But you got to decide, am I going to do that when it comes? I mean, can you imagine how quick the mind had to work? Oh, in yeah. This, you know, where in it's charging in. every one of those in, situations. Yeah. Right, where it's charging in and going after your young little son. Yeah. And you've got to think quick. Yeah. And you have to have to have kind of predetermined Right. That you're going to take care of this problem if something is threatening. Mm. And so that's a hard decision. And it's something I would, I hate to say this, but if you're concealed carry or, you know, you, you have a firearm to protect yourself either in your vehicle, like you can legally, right? Right. Or your home, you should, in a nice quiet place with a cup of coffee, you should make some decisions on what you would do if something were to happen basic scenarios right so your brain can have natural involuntary you know reactions right to what you need to do yeah or what well, you've you already got, and you decided need to practice those things and not feel not have not hesitate on something you know you were supposed to take you know take right. care of or do right it's natural for some people yeah but other times you know because of the uh the school system and a bunch of things that have been programmed Societal into you. Right. Norms. Don't, society, man. Right. So you society. So you've got to uh you've got to jump you gotta jump in and, and do a little uh like you said, scenarios in your mind. I think it's important. I'm being really serious right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean to I get it. To to sit back and go, what would I do in that situation? And I wanna be calm enough that my brain takes over and says you've already made this decision of course you've got to look at all the factors but um you wouldn't hesitate to take care of business if you have to take care of business and you know how to use your firearm you know with the safeties and you know all those other things that you've got to take care of but i was just the guy is a young guy yeah he's in his early 20s well and he's gonna have some processing to do through that you right. Know, he's going to have to process through that. I know it's a dog, maybe not a human, but as our friends at PETA always say, a, 
a boy, is a dog, is a pig, is a bird. They're all the same. <laughs> so on the back of my truck, I was getting people honking at me, and and I couldn't figure it out. Someone had written in the pollen dust on my back window, Yeah, uh, animals feel too, <laughs> you know, real big. Yeah. And so I've got that, of course, you know, God bless John Wayne and all the other stuff, you know, on the back. And um, people, I don't know what they were, I guess. So I figured out that's what they were honking at. Oh, is they keep writing these PETA slogans on the back of my my windows on the Suburban. That's awesome. And I get to drive around the neighborhood, and and, uh, now I get it. So now I'm going to have to wash the dang thing. I wanted to mention something the kind of interesting that came up, and I it's kind of a sad segment, but uh, a a man, a 67 year old man, was recovered uh, after the Grand Canyon. and there's been a couple of them in the last few weeks of fatalities slipping off, falling down the canyons. Yeah, like the third one, right? Yeah. In the last couple of weeks. And 17 of them happened last year. People falling and slipping down the Grand Canyon and dying. Something I did not think was an issue. You can't I put never... a chain link fence around the Grand Canyon. Well, they Grand do Grand. in some areas. Right, They naturally. do in some areas. But... Uh, yeah, just kind of a weird deal. I mean, be careful if you're going to the so, Grand Canyon. Again, I didn't realize that was a thing. Again, that's a thing that if you're the type of guy that is probably a listener out there that would want to protect his family and do, you're thinking, right? All right, here's this toddler or here's this older grandfather, you know, that I want to watch over a little bit and kind of think about. I've I've got to watch them a little bit of security. Yeah. Hey, don't get too close. You know, what if someone scares you, pushes you off, whatever. I'm always thinking about that stuff when I've got the family around. Uh, well, that's good. That's good. You got to think about it. So be careful at the Grand Canyon, not to scare you away from it. It's just, it's just kind of a weird thing. I didn't know happened. Actually, happened. Of course, I it's crossed my mind. It. It's never... crossed my mind, right? But I'd never really put any thought into that. It actually happens. It's one of those things. So be careful if you're going to the Grand Canyon. Be careful if you're going out and about today in Central Texas. The storms are here, and it's happening. Uh, so be very careful. Don's Beefsteaks Disco's amazing. This one's actually a pretty cool gadget. You want to hear about it on the flip side. Coming up next, one place right here. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Welcome back. The Outdoor Zone brought to you by Niall Maxwell. There's a one name for Rams in Central Texas. That's Niall Maxwell. Bring home that 2019 Ram 1500 you've been eyeing for thousands less. It's got more space, more storage, more technology than ever before. It features a huge 12-inch touch display screen, 22-inch aluminum wheels, tailgate assist, 
and a backup camera. It's perfect for a day of traveling or a day at the lake. You can't go wrong with this truck. They have tons of Ram 1500s in stocks with hundreds of other trucks and truckloads more coming in each day. In fact, no other dealer in Central Texas sells more Rams or drive the new 2019 Jeep Wrangler for thousands less. In addition to the amazing, incredible selection you'll get at the award winning service of Nile Maxwell Supercenter, they won the 2018 Customer First Award of Excellence. For the best selection and Nile's promise to beat any competitor's price, go see the number one name for Rams in Central Texas, the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. 620 and 183 across from the Walmart or online. NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. Let's do this week's Outdoor Gadget of the Week. Rating them as top shelf middle drawers stashed out back, the Outdoor Zone brings to you their unbiased opinion on the latest gear and gadgets in the outdoor world. This is the Outdoor Zone's Gear and Gadgets Report of the Week. So, this week is something dear to my heart, and we talk about, and probably most of the guys out there, it's about chainsaws, okay? And you know the worst- I love a good chainsaw. Right. And you know, we were at the base camp, and this reminded me of where I got this idea, and uh, one of the guys had come and done some work and cutting down some trees and all that, Yeah. and he was at, by the time I got there after the work was done, you know, he's trying to cut through some limbs and basic stuff laying on the ground, and his saw is just going, just like sitting on top, it must have been, it could have been a log chain. Right. You know what I mean? For the way it was cut. And it, you're right. It was hot. It was smoking. Yeah. And it wasn't doing anything but bouncing up and down on yeah. these little teeny twigs. Right. It's dangerous too. Yeah. yeah. And so he's just sitting there going, he's running it because he's frustrated. Right. He knows he needs a new chain or he'd have to, you know, sharpen it the old fashioned way, which none of us hardly do. Right. I take them in. Yeah. Or take them in or yeah. whatever. But yeah. now you got to take the time to do that. And what happens is it's frustrating because it's cutting really well. But then you get down like everybody else down to the ground or you get on a stump and it's got a little piece of limestone in there <laughs> and click, right? It doesn't take much dirt or much limestone or, you know, a little Dole pebble it out, boy. to just, cause that's running so fast and it does it to the whole chain, right? right? Not just one little spot. And so these guys came up with this thing. We're um, not sponsored by him. No, we're not. We did not get them for free, but I want to tell I thought you, it was a good deal. I, I thought I, it was cool. It is, and you would think this is like one of those freaky little gadget things, Ronco, whatever, but this is made by Oregon, you know, the big chainsaw people up there, and it's called a Power Sharp, and it's really cool. I got, for 34 bucks, I got the Power Sharp um, starter kit, and so what it comes with is it comes with a chain. today and today so only. You could get two and call <laughs> in before, text us, and uh, so you get a bar that replaces you know, the, the, the blade, right? Yeah. Then you get a chain that is a really nice, uh, you know, advanced cut style chain. And so it's this deal that I'd never thought of, but it's a plastic encasing. It looks like about the size of a cell phone and it clips over the end and inside there's a sharpening stone, mm-hmm. just like you would use like a honing stone, right? So With you the ex- crank up your chainsaw. Right. You clip that thing on. You clip it on before you, you crank, start it. Then yeah. you crank up your chainsaw. 
Right. And then what it, they did is fascinating enough because you don't want it to run more than three to five seconds mm-hmm. in order to sharpen the blade. So they put it, they put a plunger on the end where you press it against a tree or a hard surface for three seconds at full speed. You go, so you, you just hold on Whee! to it and, and sparks go flying like crazy. You take it off, you turn it off, and it's just the one flick and the case and that sharpening mechanism comes off the end. You throw it in your pocket or your toolbox, and it cuts like butter again, man. That fast. And you can do that. Sharpens up to, your whole blade. Yes, and you could do that. It seems like not a lot, but up to 15 times. I, I went crazy, went to the green belt, started cutting trees that weren't supposed to be there, right? And I got four trees down. I never even had to sharpen it. I did it once just to see if it would work. Yeah. And and it cut better than when I, when, when the unsharpened. Straight out of the package. Straight out of the box. So for the money and yeah. for, what you, for, for what I got, it is definitely a bunkhouse gadget of the week. I... You've done that before. We're out in the kind oh, of the middle yeah. of nowhere, and you're like, "Oh man, I don't want it. I'm going to power through this." Or right. So imagine if you could just I'm going to smoke turn it, in it half. off. So what if you just turned I'm it burn off? Burn it in half. Pop that thing on three seconds. I mean, literally, Bing, Bing, Bing. Take it off again, and it's back to perfect because the sharpening stone is the same diameter or the same shape as the end of the right. uh, of the chainsaw. And it runs along those edges and makes a perfect, perfect. The only thing better than that would be something to run the other end of the chainsaw where you could just point at the limbs you want. <laughs> That's where you get a KOZ kid oh, or one yeah. of those and you teach them so about I thought safety. It was, I thought it was cool, though. I mean, it was definitely a, a device. Of course, we're not sponsored by them. We don't do but, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get one. But I try these and things try out. It out, and yeah. so you know it's just in, incredible. It's called the Power Sharp System. Yeah, and uh, you can you can actually go get them at Home Depot or something. Um, but you would definitely, definitely, it is something that uh, I think everybody should have. Hey, this week, uh, oh, your vert, your yeah. quote of the week. You got and, one, and this is perfect for what I'm talking about here. Anyone who has never made a mistake has never tried anything new. That was by our little our little guy named Albert Einstein. Huh. Psalms 24.1. This week's Bible verse comes from Psalms 24.1. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all its people, belong to him. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. On behalf of TJ, today's Sunday. We want to encourage you to find the church of your choice. This week, folks, get a kid outside. Take them with you. Take them hunting, fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. You may wait till the storm passes unless you want to teach them not to be scared of lightning, according to Don. Uh, Check out Kids Outdoor Zone for uh, more information on how you can be involved to get kids outside and and, and really uh, a lasting uh, ministry in your it church is incredible it operation. is absolutely yep. incredible salt dog thank you so much for uh for getting your john boat here uh through the low water crossing and and making it to the to the bunkhouse here um have those backup generators running this morning yeah hey, good man. job man same place same time next week 7 to 9 a.m right here live in the bunkhouse all right regulators let's mount, mount up, up.
from the West Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies. And we can skin a buck, we can run a trot line, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. I had a good friend in New York City. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly.